Welcome to Modern Aikidoist Podcast. My sincere thanks to listeners and those who have liked, subscribed, and commented. Your interest is noticed and deeply appreciated. Tracing a lineage of your instructors is a shorthand way to describe to someone the kind of Aikido that you practice. It's a kind of collection of influences your Aikido has had through your instructor, your instructor's instructor, all the way back to Osensei. Thankfully, there doesn't seem to be much of the my teacher is better than your teacher attitude, which seems to be so common in the martial arts world. Is your Aikido lineage important? I suppose in some ways it can be. There are charlatan martial arts instructors out there who have little or no training, but who claim to have a high level of skill in the art and open dojos to teach. A lineage can be a way of verifying their claims, at least that they were taught by someone and aren't just making up their experience or credentials. If someone claims that an instructor trained them and granted them rank, and I had reason to believe that these claims were suspect, I could contact the instructor and confirm that this person was indeed trained and received the rank that he claims. At the dojo that I came up in, we had a brown belt come and train with us. At the dojo I came up through the Q ranks in, we had a brown belt come and train with us one time. He appeared to have some skill, and my instructor accepted his rank as it appeared that he knew what he was doing and had a decent level of ability. After a few classes, this visitor started soliciting students for private lessons without asking my instructor permission to do it first. My instructor was rightfully unhappy that a visiting student was attempting to poach his students, which is a violation of basic martial arts etiquette. My instructor notified him that this was not cool and he was to stop. He also decided to contact this visitor's instructor and confirm his credentials. That instructor was a well-known name in the Aikido world. Anyway, the visitor's instructor did not remember him and could not verify having taught him. Clearly, the visitor had trained somewhere, but was trying to claim a more prestigious lineage than he actually had. As I understand it, this visitor went on to establish his own dojo some months after all this happened. If you wanted to investigate an instructor or dojo, looking into the lineage of the instructor could be a way to see if they are valid or not. Another thing to consider is that just because someone has a rank certificate or had a good instructor doesn't mean that they are skilled or are a good teacher. There are plenty of examples of people holding verifiable black belt ranks whose skills are highly suspect. Take a multiple title-holding world champion such as Benny the Jet Urquidez. He has had hundreds if not thousands of students over the years, and he is an outstanding teacher on top of being an elite-level martial artist. This certainly doesn't mean that his students are all of the same quality or even any good at all. Having Benny the Jet as your teacher doesn't ensure that you will be skilled. Lineage tends to be far more of a celebrity status symbol than anything else. Kind of like someone saying that they met Tom Cruise or Bruce Willis. Sure, you may have met that person, but that doesn't mean you have any of the talent or ability that they do. That is yours alone to establish. More often than not, when people try to name drop, they are also trying to impress. Personally, it feels like a weak ploy. You can impress by showing what you can do, not who you know or names of people that you've attended seminars from or who you were taught by. There are instructors from my own lineage whom I've never met. I've been told by my instructors how they moved and shown the nuances of their Aikido, but all I can do is appreciate the influence. I try to be as effective as they are, but I must find my own way to do so. I've got a different body type and personality than those instructors, so it would be foolish to expect my Aikido to look or act like theirs. I don't mind listing the names of the instructors in my lineage or even describing that my Aikido is traced back through the Koichi Tohei line. There are some aspects to my Aikido that are Tohei-influenced, but having never met or trained with Tohei, I cannot claim that the link to him is very strong. 
The same holds true with the influences of the subsequent instructors in my lineage. There are some notable names there, and their influences have been described to me, but that's as far as the connection really goes. It would be different if I spent hundreds of hours being coached and trained by one of them, but that's not the case. While I'm appreciative of the influences of these remarkable Aikido practitioners, it's meaningless to make any claim on their insights or talent myself. A more meaningful approach is to acknowledge, as best I can, influences of where I picked up nuances of technique that I like and that I use. An example is from one of the first seminars I attended, given by Yoshimitsu Yamada-sensei. I love the way that he put his whole body behind throws such as Tenshinage. Others tend to use their shoulders and chest to throw, but Yamada uses his hips. After taking what he showed me back to my dojo and testing it out, I found it made Tenshinage very reliable, especially against ukes who were bigger and heavier than I am. Sometimes I remember where and from whom I learned a particular nuance or subtlety, but I don't remember them all. I do the best I can to give credit where it's due. When it comes to quoting the source, though, it's the principle which is sound. Who said it has nothing to do whether a principle is sound or not. Even the smartest people can say something that isn't true or accurate. We must take care not to idolize anyone so much as to believe everything they say or show. Remember, all humans are fallible, and we can all make mistakes. The issue of lineage and what you make of your personal art brings up an interesting set of questions. You could say that Aikido was merely Osensei's personal interpretation and expression of Daitoru Aikijujitsu, as well as the other influences he combined from other martial arts. Would the same hold true for an Aikido practitioner who has their own interpretation and expression of Aikido, which also includes influences from other arts? Should every practitioner who has their own take on how they do Aikido have to pick a new name and call their art something different, just like Osensei did with Daitoru Aikijujitsu and Sumo? Obviously, when an art changes and evolves, it can do so enough that changing the name seems appropriate. How necessary is it to do so, and how much does it have to change before changing the name is fitting? There is a great deal of mental and verbal energy these days devoted to arguing whether something is or is not Aikido. I even did a podcast on it. I think a large part of why people do this is basic human tribal behavior. Aikido is what we do, and if something is not what we do, then it's something that they do. We like what we do, and we don't care for what they do. Obviously, what we do is better than what they do. To admit otherwise is to admit that they do things better than we do. In my opinion, this tribal attitude and behavior is childish and only serves to limit one's own perspective and gets in the way of you fulfilling your potential. There certainly is a place for such tribal thinking in the world. We take care of our own families with greater priority than with strangers. This is perfectly natural. When it comes to learning practical skills, though, such attitudes are a detriment and will only hold you back. The last thing you want to do is sabotage your own growth and development with such limited thinking. Being too drawn into the importance of lineage can lead to self-imposed limitations. It's far better to free your mind and not put a false personal investment in your Aikido lineage. It should be a source of inspiration to you, but take care that it doesn't grow out of control. Showing respect is noble. But going beyond respect into worship is a negative influence and leads to bad politics. I've found that the more people bring up the names of others, the more they are trying to sell themselves to you. Someone with real skill doesn't need to drop big names to impress you. They should be able to do it by what they show you they can do. What are other topics you are interested in hearing covered in this podcast? Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also go to the Facebook group Aikido the Marshall site and post a comment. 
You can also support this podcast by donating, either through a monthly sponsorship or a single donation of any amount that you like. I always like hearing from listeners of the show, whether through comments or questions. Thank you all for sharing your interest. Enjoy your training.